This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It's Monday the 5th of February and in about 30 minutes we have the opening bell where we check out how Bursa Malaysia begins the trading day. But before that, let's talk about migrant worker management in Malaysia because recently the Foreign Workers Medical Examination Monitoring Agency has increased the frequency and fees for foreign workers medical examinations. Previously, there was a mandated checkup once a year for three years with a subsequent examination seven years later. But now, migrant workers will have to undergo these medical checkups annually. The examination fees have also risen by around 15% as the range of tests has also expanded. Meanwhile, the Negeri Sembilan and Johor state governments have mandated for employers to relocate foreign workers to centralised living quarters or commercial zones in the next few months or at the end of the year. But could this create more segregation in society and what is the impact of these recently new regulations on employers? For some insights, we speak to Datuk Shamsuddin Bardan, Executive Director of the Malaysian Employers Federation. Dr Shamsuddin, can you hear us? Good morning and uh, thanks for joining us. Um, do we have him on the line at this current moment? Datuk, can you hear me? Okay, we'll try and connect him on the phone. Uh, but yes, recently what has come to our attention is that two states in particular have come out when we talk about their accommodation, have come out to say that they need to be... Uh, occup- well, f- migrant workers will now no longer be allowed to reside in residential areas. Instead, there's going to be designated areas. Now, this is not something really new because it is already practiced in Singapore. But I think the question is the enforcement in terms of the quality of the accommodation, right? We have to look into the well-being of mm. them. And there's always been question marks about... Because Malaysia, we do have laws. We do say very specific prescriptions in terms of how they, where they should stay, how much space should be given. But I wonder, what's the follow-up? I, I kind of feel that uh, at this at this point where this is concerned, we should not only just talk to employers, uh, we should also be talking to human rights advocates as well. Yeah, of course, that yeah. will come. Uh, Datuk Shamsuddin, can you hear us? Yes, I'm. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, coming back to our topic. Two state governments have ordered for all foreign workers to move from staying in public settlements to registered centralised labour quarters. Do we know the details of this mandate and is it welcomed by the MEF? Yeah, of course, yes. uh, We we are aware of the requirement that uh, foreign workers cannot be placed in uh, public uh, housing estate. And uh, instead, they should be placed in CLQs. And, and of course, at least uh, at this moment, two state government had actually uh, ordered employers in the manufacturing sector and also those uh, in the construction and, and also those uh, contractors to place their workers in CLQ. Uh, but, uh, of course, the, the problem that uh, employees are facing right now is you not know, the short time given. They are, they are given the mandate to do so within two uh, months. And obviously, uh, many employers felt that uh, this is too short time for them to make the necessary arrangement. And, of course, uh, for some of the smaller employers, employers like the contractors, uh, they may have just a few foreign workers, but they need to go to the CLQ, which means that they need to incur extra costs. And this is, I think, where further discussion need to be done with the stakeholders before the, the state government really, uh, you know, enforce the law. Yeah. 
Dato, you said just now that um, employers uh, have already been aware of this requirement for foreign workers to not stay in, in, in residential areas. Um, why, why has not this not been, been, the, been the practice and why does it need um, actual enforcement to, to get employers to do so? Yeah, this, this awareness that they are not allowed to do so is only being enforced by two states. Currently, the other states had not been enforcing this particular requirement. And, of course, under Act 446 on, on housing, uh, of course, uh, you know, employers are required to provide accommodation to their foreign workers, not necessarily in the CLQ. So so that is where the problem is, no? Because CLQ, the law say you may place them in CLQ. And, of course, if you place them, these are the requirements. Yeah? So so we, 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 are, we, we are aware that CLQ is within the law, but it is not mandatory, actually. Okay, but the concept of CLQ, doesn't it reinforce the discrimination that migrant workers already face when they come to this country? Shouldn't the focus be on the enforcement of existing laws with regards to workers' rights? Yeah, I would say that can be interpreted in that manner. Okay. Uh, what is important under the Act 446 is that employers need to give uh, accommodation in accordance with the requirements of Act 446, yeah? meaning that uh, the, the, the accommodation must be with the certificate of occupancy by the Labor Department and also meeting the requirement of the local authorities, things like that. So that is what the, the law say. But of course, CLQ is something which is on top of what is being uh, the general provisions. Yeah? So I'm curious, Dato, how much enforcement is there of uh, Act 446? Yeah, the, the Act 446 basically is being enforced by the Labor Department. And I would say Are they that, checks, uh, by the way, Dato? Yes, sure. They, they, they go and actually visit uh, the accommodation provided and sometimes they say that that has to be improved, this has to be improved, things like that. And as course, as employers, we do actually listen to the directive of the Labor Department on the aspect, yeah. Dr. can I get a sense of uh, the, the, the response from your members uh, with regards to this new, uh, new issue of mandating uh, CL, CLQ for, for, foreign, for foreign workers? Has there been much pushback? What, what has the consultation been with the Labour labor Office? No, the, 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 of course, uh, Labour Office uh, doesn't really say that you must go to the CLQ. Uh, this is uh, basically, of course, uh, within the mandate of the, whatever state uh, authorities that they have. And of course, the state also has the, the right or the power to say that we don't want the foreign workers to be placed in housing estates, things like that because of the sensitivity of the nature. Yeah, but, but uh, like I say, this is not what Act 446 say. So long as your accommodation meets the, the, the requirements for the Labor Department, which is also in consultation with the local authorities, that is sufficient, basically. Yeah. And do you know whether Act 446 is enforced in currency or queues, though? I mean, apparently, like you say, there are enforcement at, let's say, uh, other kinds of accommodation. But what are the standards of the CLQ so far? Also has to comply with the requirements of Act 446. Mm. Say, say, for example, you must have uh, separate, uh, you know, uh, 
toilets for male and female, things like that. And for certain number of uh, foreign workers, you must have a certain uh, area of, uh, you know, uh, the, the rooms, things like that. Yeah. So, so those are all provided for in Act for for sick. And of course, as far as uh, CLQs are concerned, then the, the the management of the CLQ actually is being given the, the mandate to actually make sure that they comply with the Act for for sick. It's no longer the employer, but more of the CLQ management. Yeah. Doctor, um, um, meanwhile, the Foreign Workers Medical Examination Monitoring Agency, they've increased the frequency of medical exams for foreign workers to once a year. W- were there any consultations conducted by FOMEMA with, uh, with the different stakeholders? What implication does this adjustment hold for your members, for employers? Yeah, <laughs> this is, I think, a, a very, uh, I would say, pertinent issue as far as uh, for MEMA frequency of medical examination is concerned, and also not just the frequency, but also the rates. Yeah? I mean, to be frank, there was no consultation at all with the stakeholders, and this is something that shouldn't happen at all at this uh, time. And, and of course, uh, we only learn about the increase in the frequency and also the rates from the uh, from my website and also their social media. And, and of course, uh, recently the, the uh, immigration department had also cited the, the FOMEMA uh, new rates and frequency and, and say that this is uh, going to be effective in February 2023 to 4. Yes. So, mm-hmm. so, of course, uh, we, we say that uh, this is very, very unfair to the employers' community. Uh, and of course, uh, the, the question is why there is a need to to increase the frequency and also the need to increase the rates without any consultation. The least that the, the authorities need to do is to actually talk to the stakeholders, get their views, get their, their feedback before they decide on the, on the frequency and also the rates. So what's MEF's uh, move now? Uh, are you going to, what are you going to be talking to FOMEMA about? No, we we had actually written to the government to say that the the frequency and also the enforcement of the frequency and also the new rates be uh, postponed for the time being until until we actually discuss the matter and come to what what we call it as a, a win-win situation. Yeah. But Dato, I have a question though. The government is encouraging all Malaysians to go for their annual checkup. We get it in the form of a tax allowance. Why isn't this extended to migrant workers then? No, the, the, of course, the, the migrant workers, they, they have their, their special requirements as per the previous arrangement. When they come in, of course, they need to do the medical checkup for the first three years. It is on yearly basis. Mm. After that is uh, on, on uh, once in two years kind of thing. Yeah. And, and of course, uh, that arrangement, I think, should stand for the time being rather than being increasing the frequency. And of course, I think at the back of employers' mind is more of the cost involved because the increase in frequency means every time you need to do a, a run of medical examination, the total cost can be close to half a million, actually. But aren't the welfare of your workers important? Yes, of course. Their yeah, welfare is important. And of course, uh, in the event they are, they are sick, then they are actually eligible to go to the hospital and get treatment, things like that. It doesn't mean that if they don't have the medical checkup, they're going to be sick. Yeah. 
All right. Thank you very much for your time. That was Datuk Shamsuddin Badan, Executive Director of the Malaysian Employers Federation. Up next, we'll delve into Perkatan's National's response regarding Datuk Sri Najib's reduced sentence. Stay tuned for that. BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.